0: Hey friend, and happy Monday, May 2 4 holiday. As always, thank you for tuning in to Divine Exhortations with me, Dreya. Y'all, this is episode 10. I can't believe how quickly this the time has gone. And so we have one more uh character profile for the ladies, and then that will conclude that series. And then we will jump into June and look at the men and close off Divine Exhortation Season One. Wow, I, I can't believe it. And I'm just so glad that you all have listened and um have just continued just to express just uh your your well wishes and, and everything. I'm I'm just so grateful for your support. And I do hope this has been fun and a, a, a great journey for you. It definitely has for me. I am having a lot of fun going through the word of God. I'm learning a lot in this process. And so I do hope that this has been beneficial to you. I hope it's been inspiring challenging and encouraging and so i am just grateful to god uh, for this process and as always this would not be if it had not been for you and just your continued support so thank you so much okay so let's jump into our character bible study for today and we are looking at the story of abigail the story of Abigail. We don't get too much about her background, but I will share just a few little points from her character profile. She was the wife of Nabal, a wealthy businessman. She was intelligent, beautiful and wise. She had admirable character and she ended up marrying King David. The main story of Abigail is found in 1 Samuel chapter 25. She is mentioned a few other times in scripture, but not with as much detail as is found in this main chapter. Abigail was sympathetic and understanding even when the situation around her was difficult. We can learn much from this lady of faith. And so with this uh, exhortation today or Bible character study, I'm going to be presenting it a little bit differently than I have with the others. Um, This one, I'm actually just going to walk you through and talk you through the story and then just get to my two closing points overall. Okay, so just follow along with me. I also do want to encourage you to read this story. It is a wonderful story wonderful story I read it so many times and each time that I read it I fall more in love and love with this story there's so much that you can pull from and we are only looking at Abigail if we were to add the other two uh, individuals in this story Nabal and David like I said there's so much to learn so once again yeah if you get a moment this week I highly recommend you reading this story. All right, so let's get into it. Abigail's husband, Nabal, was a wealthy man who owned 3,000 sheep and 1,000 goats. The Bible says that this man was mean-spirited or harsh and evil in his dealings. But Abigail was intelligent and beautiful. So David hears that Nabal is shearing his sheep and sends 10 young men to Nabal and gives them instruction on what to say to him. The 10 young men tell Nabal what David said, and Nabal's response was this, Who's David? Who's Jesse's son? Many slaves these days are running away from their master. That's what Nabal said. So the 10 young men come back to David and tell him what Nabal had said. David tells 400 of his men to put on their swords and 200 of them to stay back and guard their camp. So I do want to pause here for a second because every time I read that part, I chuckle. Doesn't David sound like some hood man? <laughs> he felt so disrespected that he was like, hold on a minute, did this guy just say that? Who am I? okay get your sword, let's go. (laughs) David was a rebel. And as you know, he was a warrior, right? A soldier. So I just, I just find that so funny, but all right, let me not dwell there. Let's, let's run on. And so this was not an unreasonable request given the situation. Nabal's shepherds lived and worked among David and his men. David provided protection for the shepherds from the Philistines and any other potential danger. The Bible tells us that the entire time David and his men were with the shepherds, that they did not bother, harass, or take anything from them. So Nabal's response to David's request was outright disrespectful and rude. He even accused David of being a runaway slave. And now Nabal would have known very well who David was, right? (laughs) David was well known throughout all of Israel. And so this speaks to Nabal's character. Now we get to verse 14 of 1 Samuel chapter 25. And one of Nabal's men tells Abigail what happened when David's 10 messengers came to greet Nabal and talk. He goes on to tell Abigail that her husband shouted at them and was extremely rude. He lets her know that David's men were so good to them during the time that they were in the wilderness. No harm came to them and nothing was taken. The Bible says that they were like a wall around them day and night. Nabal's young man tells Abigail to consider what she should do because he knew harm was coming to nabal and the entire household so when abigail hears of this crisis she immediately goes into action in first samuel chapter 25 verse 18 it says then abigail made haste she knew this was an urgent situation so she acted with urgency she gathers 200 loaves of bread two bottles of wine five sheep five measures of corn 100 clusters of raisins 200 fig cakes and loads them on the donkey she sends her servants ahead of her and she lets them know that she is coming this entire time she does not tell her husband nothing in verse 23 abigail sees david and dismounts quickly from the donkey falls at his feet with her head bowed, down in front of him and then from verse 24 to 31 is her long appeal to David. With her first words to David, Abigail immediately took the blame on herself. She says this, on me my lord, on me let this iniquity be. Abigail didn't do this because she really believed she was guilty. She took the blame because she knew that David would punish her differently than he might punish her husband Nabal. Abigail asked permission to speak instead of taking command of the conversation. She says, please let your maidservant speak in your ears. And then just speaks to her character, how humble she was in this situation. That she didn't match David's anger with her her anger but she came in all humility and so Abigail smoothly suggested the positive outcome to David in her appeal she says the Lord has held you back from coming to bloodshed and from avenging yourself with your own hand she stated it in that way almost guiding David towards her suggested outcome and so now Abigail presents David with the gifts that she brought and she tells him that it was for the young men who followed David and then Abigail straightforwardly asks for forgiveness she says to David please forgive the trespass of your maidservant and earlier on uh, in that chapter she tells David that she wasn't even around when he had sent his messengers and it would suggest that had she had been there, that it probably wouldn't, wouldn't have gotten to this stage in point, you know, where David is showing up with his army of men. And so despite David's present anger and agitation, Abigail spoke of David's character in high terms and reminded David of the Lord's promise for his life. She says this, My Lord fights the battles of the Lord and evil is not found in you throughout your days, the Lord will certainly make for my Lord an enduring house. She guided David to look beyond the immediate aggravating circumstances to the bigger promise of God. Abigail asked David not to do something that he would regret later. And God's promise would be ultimately fulfilled. This is perhaps the single best thing that Abigail said. She wisely asked David to consider the outcome of his present course and how bad it would be. She asked him to let the Lord settle the matter instead of taking vengeance into his own hands. Abigail calmed David's anger and he thanked her for preventing him from taking revenge on Nabal. David said that Abigail's clear thinking and courage was a blessing to him and to all Israel. Verses 32 and 33, David says this, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel who sent you this day to meet me. And blessed is your advice and blessed are you because you have kept me this day from coming to bloodshed and from avenging myself with my own hand. David accepts the gifts she brought and he tells her to go up to her house in peace. He has listened to her request and granted it. So when Abigail gets back home, her husband Nabal is having a party, right? He's having a feast at the house and he was drunk. So she noticed that he was highly intoxicated And so she decided not to tell him what happened, but wait until the next morning. When Nabal was sober, Abigail told him all that happened. And in a surprising turn of events, Nabal had a heart attack. He had a heart attack. And the Bible lets us know in verse 38, it says this, About 10 days later, the Lord struck Nabal and he died. David hears of Nabal's death and he blesses the Lord for vindicating him and avenging the disrespect Nabal showed to him. David sent his messengers with a word for Abigail to be his wife. She accepted David's proposal and quickly gets herself ready, jumps on her donkey, and follows the messengers back to where David is residing and becomes his wife. And so that's the full story there, but once again, go back and read it if you get a chance what can we take away from abigail's story there are many lessons that we can learn from her, from this but i want to just leave you with two thoughts the first thought abigail knew how to deal with difficult people and handle difficult situations she did not become angry and lose her temper She had a cool head and remained calm, despite not knowing what the outcome would be. She didn't fight with her husband. She tried to make things better. Knowing God's word, Abigail made good decisions for her husband, for David, for the servants, and ultimately for herself. God rewarded Abigail for working respectfully with other people. In closing, my second point is, When in a crisis, your character is not made, but it's revealed. I'll say that one more time. When in a crisis, your character is not made, it's revealed. Abigail's actions reveal her wise and godly heart. Her quick response, her humility, and her gracious speech demonstrated her wisdom and her heart's disposition. By following God's known will, God used her actions to accomplish his purposes. Let's close out this exhortation with prayer. Almighty God, we reverence you today. You are a wonder, a perfect counselor, and all-sufficient God. Lord, we look to you when in difficult situations. Help us to maneuver through difficulties and react based upon your Holy Spirit. In the midst of dealing with challenging people or challenging situations, I pray that our character in Christ Jesus may be revealed. Your word says, let this mind be in you as it was in Christ Jesus. So father, I pray that we would reflect our savior in deeds, words and actions. Give us the wisdom and the knowledge when having to deal with various circumstances. I pray that our character would not be compromised but more refined in the process Lord let your will be done in us and through us so your purpose can be fulfilled help us if at all possible to live peacefully with all men let us demonstrate humility and grace so that we can impact the lives of people that we may meet and that you Lord get the glory We thank you for your word today, and I pray it will shape and mold us into the disciples you called us to be. Amen. Enjoy the rest of your holiday. Have a great week. Much love and many blessings. Bye. Hey, friend, thank you for listening to today's exhortation. I believe you were inspired, challenged and encouraged today. Because of that, don't keep it to yourself. Share this podcast with a friend, a family member, even a coworker. Feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your day. I really do feel special. Let's do this again. See you next week.